music, Keith. I play my guitar every day. I'm getting ready to go on tour for the last time because a good man knows his limitations. Dirty Harry, 1970. A good man knows his limitations. And hotels are like jail to me. So thank you, real music lovers around the world, for supporting my unbelievable American rhythm and blues rock and roll dream for all these years. I've been doing this, Keith, for almost 70 years. I'll be 75 this year. And I played it at a combo in Detroit when I was like six years old. So thank you. Ted Nugent, adios mofo 23, the most outrageous, wonderful bass, drums, guitars, and screaming banshee, ferocious rhythm and blues soul music you've ever heard in your life with Jason Heartless on drums and Johnny Big on bass guitar. It's gonna be scary because we can't wait to get out there but quite honestly Keith I can't wait for it to be over because then the hunting season starts but most importantly the music will never stop I'm going to go in the studio and make another recording I've got a bunch of killer instrumentals and a bunch of killer love songs that I'm going to create so the music will never die but I'm never going to stay in a hotel again thank you everybody for the greatest career a guy could ever imagine I've been doing this forever and my music will live in infamy. Thank you, people. Well, I want to get into the state of the Ted Nugent music itself, which I'm going to put that second on my question list. But, you know, Ted, we've been talking about the state of America all week. You know, you're a music connoisseur. You know, you 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 learn from the, the greatest. Um, you listen to all kinds of music. What is the current state of music in America in the eyes of Ted Nugent? Well, thank God I was born in 1948 because Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley and Little Richard and James Brown and Wilson Pickett and the Motown Funk Brothers and all those great soulful musical authorities inspired all the best music that we still love today. So I'm, a, I'm spoiled to a fault because I lived in the whirlwind, the, the energy vortex of the most intense work ethic driven music. The reason we love Aerosmith and ACDC and ZZ Top and Heart and Journey and Cheap Trick, the reason, and, and Foreigner, the reason we love so many bands I could name. The reason Kansas we love- Sticks, Kansas yeah. Sticks. Steve Kansas Miller. Sticks, you're right. I've, 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 Night Ranger, who I'm going to jam with here next week. Um, all the best, yeah, Sticks for sure. Tommy Shaw and the guys, unbelievable music. So many great, great bands. But I cannot overstate the incredible animal work ethic that we put forth to practice and practice and practice because the music makes us do it. And as young kids, all we wanted to do was be as tight as James Brown, as energized as Chuck Berry, as soulful as the Motown Funk Brothers and Wilson Pickett and Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters and Mose Allison and Lightning Hopkins. We wanted to get that black soulfulness. So the work ethic was unbelievable. Now we still got some bands that are doing it, like Greta Van Fleet out of Grand Rapids, Michigan here. There's some bands out there, certainly uh, the Foo Fighters with the great Dave Grohl. They still play fire-breathing, real soulful, tight music. But I'm afraid it'll never be like it was with the Stones and the Beatles and the Who and, and the Kinks and Led Zeppelin and what, what Van Halen created and what the Ted Nugent band and Ronnie Montrose and what Sammy Hagar still does. So many people out there still doing it. But I'm afraid that most of, this, most of the successful music today, some of it is mind-boggling. This I don't know this gal's name with the long legs, but she gets a thousand bucks a ticket or whatever it is. Um, I don't know her name. Taylor uh, Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. But that music is, to me, sounds like cartoon music it sounds like if i bumped into a child's cartoon show on a saturday morning i would probably hear the number one country song 
or I would hear the number one pop song because it's all formulated to give a certain vocal delivery and a certain chord change and a certain tempo that they, they examine so closely that it's not organic and, and instinctive and, 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 uh, and, and sexy and, and, and unleashed and, and genuine and believable. I liked it when we were in the experimental stage of trying to duplicate what Chuck Berry had, had invented, what Little Richard had invented. And again, there's some great artists. I got to play some of my songs with the uh, Big and Rich Band, with the Toby Keith Band, and these bands are unbelievable. Uh, there's a Tim Montana. I got to play Cat Scratch Fever with the Tim Montana band. Um, I'm trying to think. Ira Dean, who co-wrote that amazing Aaron Lewis song, Am I the Only One? There's some great, great musical moments still happening, but not the unlimited flurry of incredible music in the late 50s and the 60s and into the 70s. And even the, 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 the Poisons and the Warrant. And uh, I can't think of all those, uh, uh, a rat and some of the big hair bands. They played really good. They're great musicians, but they'll never be a 1966 ever again because it was so raw and primal. Now it's predictable. And I'm afraid it's mostly cookie cutter stuff. Now, only the guilty need to feel guilty because there's some great artists out there that are making some wonderful music, but it's just not as raw and primal as my original inspirations. And I cling to that. So what happens, Ted, when the Ted Nugents, the Sticks, the REOs, the Bob Seegers, the Metallicas, the Iron Maidens, the Aussies, when, you know, and I've left out a bunch and you've named a bunch of others. But what happens when that group puts their guitars on the rack and calls it a career? What do you see the future? What's going to happen going forward, in your opinion? I'm the eternal optimist. I don't know if you've noticed that about me. I expect to shoot a lot of deer and big ones this year. <laughs> um, I expect to have the greatest tour of my life in 2023. I expect to make the most wonderful guitar sounds in the history of noise. Um, so I'm an eternal optimist. So I believe that 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 primal scream of musical inspiration will always be there. And when I'm dead and gone, and when Mick Jagger finally hangs it up, and there's no more Metallica, and there's no more unbelievable artists like we've mentioned so many of today, that there will be new young people that'll find that fire, that'll maybe bump into a Ted Nugent song. Maybe they'll listen to Stranglehold, or maybe they'll listen to uh, 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 Turn the Page by Bob Seger. Oh, I, I, I failed to mention Kid Rock because he's still puts in that fire-breathing Michigan piss and vinegar, rhythm and blues, rock and roll, soulful music. Uh, Kid Rock really does a great job of representing an eternal spread of soulful, authoritative music. So I believe that there will always be a Kid Rock, there will always be a Ted Nugent, because they're, the urge, even though we don't know which way the world is going to go and it doesn't look good for freedom, for uninhibitedness, for defiance, for critical thinking, think of the, the greatest music ever. It came from critical thinking. It came from defiance. All that soul music came from Chuck Berry defiant, Little Richard defiance, um, th thinking outside the norms. You know, they call it outside the box. 
I don't know if there is an outside the box anymore. I mean, if you listen to Metallica, it's so intense, so outraged. If you listen to Wango Tango, nobody will ever beat Wango Tango for fire breathing in intensity. Uh, some of the Kid Rock stuff, um, the ball with the ball, the bang, bang, the doodle, did whatever that song was. Um, that's some fire breathing Motown piss and vinegar. I don't know if they'll ever reach that crescendo again. But as the eternal optimist, I'd like to think that that spark will always burn in the belly of some defiant son of a bitch whose middle finger is on fire. And he's going to want to make new music from the soul, from the heart, from the guts, from the spirit. So I'm hoping that that person will be out there. So, Ted, if somebody wants to catch the current status of Ted Nugent's music and they want to catch a, a gig on this tour, where do they go? Where do they find the, the list? Well, you know, I've got this tednugent.com that tries to keep up with all the stuff we're doing. We just wrapped up the 33rd year of the Ted Nugent Camp for Kids charity. Please visit tednugent.com. I've an autograph for these hats and these shirts. I got these wonderful flags and everything. But go to tednugent.com and you'll see what we're doing. Because like I said, this is the last tour. But there'll always be some Ted Nugent shit kicker speakeasies. There will always be some rock and roll jams. I'll show up here, there, and everywhere and always play. Because even as an old man, the music still not only drives me wild, but it sets me free. When I pick up that Gibson Birdland, I find uncharted territory every time because I, I you might have seen me literally cleaning my fingernails while we're doing the nightly nude because <laughs> I hung up my 125th raccoon today and I'm saving songbird eggs and duck eggs and pheasant eggs and I'm saving baby rabbits. I'm saving all this wonderful wildlife to bring balance by killing these raccoons, but I've always got some blood and guts and fur under my fingernails. So that's why my music will always be primal. It'll always be authentic. It'll always be honest. It'll always be uninhibited and ferocious and defiant and fun. Music is so much fun, but go to tednugent.com and you'll see where my flame-throwing ass is spreading love and goodwill and decency around the world. <laughs> awesome, Ted. Tomorrow I want to talk to you about one of your and mine's favorite subject, hunting, but more importantly, how hunters could be the difference in all of the problems that we've discussed this week. Tomorrow, right here on the weekend edition of The Nightly Nooch. You got that right. Mm -hmm.